0: The following program contains views that are not those of WVTC, iNetworks Communications, their subsidiaries, affiliates or financial supporters. Welcome to the Declaring War segment by the RSVP Show, where we get to the root of things and apply the Word of God to every aspect of our lives. Worship, application, and read is how we declare war upon the enemy and bring the light of God and His love for us into every atmosphere. Join your host, author, and singer-songwriter, April D. Metzler, as she and a few special guests dive deep into Scripture and demonstrate the Bible in action through their testimonies. April is passionate about understanding the heart behind every subject and helping you pursue a relationship with God for a victorious life every day. Are you ready for real, candid, and vulnerable conversations about God, His Word, and His love for you? Grab your Bible, pen, and study pad, and let's visit. it.
1: Hey guys, I apparently am having issues on my computer and it did not want to connect me. Glory to God. I am here though, and there's always a workaround, right? Uh worst case scenario when you're going on live broadcast. If you don't have a backup, definitely make sure that you have a backup, you guys. A backup device of some sort. And, and that's what I'm on today. So I don't know about the quality of the video. And it's got that weird thing going on, but it's all good. It is all good. So I appreciate you guys coming in. This is Colossians 3 that we are in for the Declaring War segment. And I am... um, I am going to be diving right into this Word of God here today over at WVTC Radio. I'm your host, April Metzler, and I'm excited to be here every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so I'm going to have to get into the habit of looking at my camera on my phone, I guess, for this time being um priorfully the signal is good and the quality of the audio is all right i might have to check it out see if it's good yeah i think we're good okay so we're gonna go ahead and pray over this broadcast because apparently it's going to be needed tremendously when it comes to this technology Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the blessing of being here with you and able to get into the Word of God. You said that, that the Word of God you know, is Jesus made flesh is the Word of God. And He was in the beginning. In the beginning, He was with you. And He was, he, you know, is, is the whole thing. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the word was God it's all connected and we just thank you and praise your name that that we can recognize that you are father God you are also the son and you are also the Holy Spirit and all three in one is is how we can recognize your movement in our lives Lord and we just want our eyes of our hearts to be enlightened to the knowledge of you, the fullness of you, the the flow of you and how you operate in our day-to-day. Even behind the scenes, God, you fight our battles for us. Even behind the scenes, you're moving pieces that we know nothing about. You're connecting the dots. You're bringing things to pass. You are pulling in the things of of heaven that is here in the land of the living that we will see your goodness in, Father. And we just thank you so much for your patience, your long-suffering, your forbearance, your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness, your strengthening in Jesus Christ. All of these things are in him and through him yes and amen god and we just thank you so much that your word is truth and that as we read the word of god holy spirit comes in and just partners with us to teach us and lead us and guide us into all of these truths and we just give you all honor and glory and praise in this moment that everything on this this broadcast going over the airwaves on the live streaming as well as over the radio station is protected covered and blessed And it's going to be for your glory. And in the name of Jesus, we thank you and praise you and count it as done because we consider you faithful. Amen. All right, you guys. I do not know. Do not know what is going on. But by the grace of God, we are going to get through this today. I don't know what's up with Colossians 3. Now it's got me even more curious even more curious to see what's going on. You know, this is, interestingly enough, one of the passages that talks about the shift. It talks about not carnality, but Christ. You know, we're putting on the new self. We're putting on the new man. And of all of the broadcasts to interrupt right now, I'd be, I would imagine that this one is is going to be a target on top of everything else. The Christian home is talked about. And we're just going to dive right into it. If you guys have your Bibles, thank you so much for tuning into this broadcast on WVTC radio. And if you're catching this on the the live stream, you're more than welcome to comment and uh, visit. And if you aren't um, and you're catching this on the replay, thank you so much for streaming this. And I apologize in advance for the video quality for anybody who is catching one of these. I don't know what that looks like right now. so glory to God though he's getting us through it every moment moment by blessed moment he's with us and he walks with us to do what we are to do in this life and one of these things I'm doing in this season is these broadcasts so I thank you guys for joining me and let's see about getting through this word shall we in verse 1 we start in chapter 3 of Colossians and if you guys haven't Caught um, Colossians one and two. You're more than welcome to go catch those on the replay as well, so that you can get caught up on this study. And it says, therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above, where Christ is. See, he seated where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed which amounts to idolatry. For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience, and in them you also once walked when you were living in them, but now you also put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth Do not lie to one another since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices and have put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, and free man, but Christ is all and in all. Now, we're going to go ahead and take a moment there and pause real quick. And we're going to recap over this. You'll hold on one moment. I am still dealing with a few technical things in the background. And, you know, God is so full of grace and mercy and covers every little bit of this, y'all. I just know that he is faithful to provide everything that we have need of always 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 so i am literally making sure that everything is attached and synced to the radio's website over at wvtcradio.com and if you're super awesome and want to help right now and you're watching this you can totally jump over there and double check and make sure it's streaming on the website so we've got a whole section here about difference it's the difference factor right so he's already knocked out all of the issues that were going on the legalism that we talked about um, in last chapter the false philosophy the false doctrine that was going on in the church body and now he's saying okay let's we've got all of the outside influences um put to the side, taken out of the equation, right? And now we're gonna go ahead and tell this church body, which is this is remember, this is a letter that was also being shared with the adjoining church across the way as well. And they weren't, you know, they were all within that same region. And he's pouring into two different bodies of Christ for sure. Of course I wasn't there and I don't know anyone alive today that was also there to account for how many churches actually ended up sharing this particular letter. But we know that all of the current day churches did, of course, because it's in the Bible, right? So hopefully, prayerfully, every church that is Bible-based has had this letter shared with them at one point or another, right? Hopefully. <laughs> so um, he's talking about the the inner self, though, in our relationship now. And he's really digging into some meat here. And he talks about, you know, you've been raised up with Christ. This is this is the old way of being. Here's the new way of being. So let's walk that out. Let's look at that together. And so he he walks them through these steps. You know, he's he's encouraging him. And he's um, exhorting them to continue to seek the things of Christ. He never did say once in this letter to stop seeking God. No, he he was like, no, we want to continue, continue, press on, press forward, continue. And we're, you know, you are, we are seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. So what does it look like? He's really hinting right now at this. The co-heirship, he's he's talking about the reconciliation back to God that, that we end up being um, in relationship with God in. It's, it's this fullness, it's the abiding, it's the, what does it look like to sit down beside God? You know, that's what Jesus Christ did. He sat down beside God at the right hand of the Father when everything was done, when everything that needed to be done was established, everything that you have need of, everything that um, needed to be taken care of, tended to, his to-do list that he was sent on mission for was established, was solidified, and was done. And it set the stage for the rest of us that are called according to his purpose, right? That are called into the hope of his calling, not our calling. It's our calling is his calling, right? And so what does it look like to really connect that dot and be seated with him in heavenly places? You know, we are children of God and we can call him Abba Father. What does that look like? So it. It challenges them, of course, to think about these things and to seek those things. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these other things, all these other concerns, all these other needs, all of these other things will be added unto you, right? And that's That's where it's at. And so he not only tells them to seek after him, he tells them to focus on him and says, set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. You know, in scripture, when it tells you to do something twice in a row, there's a reason there's a great value and an importance level that we need to grasp and we need to really hold on to as best as we can, you know, as best as we know how, as far as it depends on us. Do as it says, right? And so it two times sits here and talks about, well, technically three, if you want to put that in there. It says that we have been raised up above, right? Raised up. So keep seeking the things above. Set your mind on the things above, right? So there's a reiteration here. Three times, technically, if you include. And I would have to go back to the original text, which you guys know. I encourage you to do that when you're diving into this. Raised up and then above and then above that's that's three times. Go go back to the original text and see you know what the root word of that is. And you're probably gonna see it's it's similarly aligned if it's not the same word, it's based upon the same word. And so, um, I don't know if you guys have delved into that yet. I've encouraged you since day one, though, since I've been on these broadcasts, to do that. Don't look at the the surface translated, you know, two or three times, and just that's it. That's that's where you stay rooted. No, get get rooted in the foundation of um, the depth of meaning, the context, and. And what was going on in the time, the history, you know, the truths that resonate through scripture and um, and really just tell them, dive in, seek after it. Right. And so. Um, with all you're getting, make sure to get understanding. Right. Um, but, yeah, not on the things that are on earth that he doesn't say below. He doesn't say anything like that. He says in this particular passage, he says not on the things that are on earth how often how much time in your day is dedicated to focusing on the things in this earth or on this earth that's going on around you the the circumstances that come up that rise up against you the things that are in the world going on that literally are here one moment and gone the next um the The most recent news that's going on, um, the hottest trend, the thing that is, I don't know, going viral on TikTok. You know, how often are we setting our focus on that and allowing it to be the, the spotlight, the thing that our heart is set on entertaining or maybe even the entire day or the entire week? What does it look like to not do that? Instead, you know, how can we take hold of that focus and set our focus on the things above? Is what, you know, Paul is challenging them to do. And of course, he in turn, he challenges the body of Christ to do because it's shared with the whole body of Christ across generations. And so we find this in the Word of God. So it, it talks and says, for you, have this is it, this is the four therefore, the pay attention, behold statement here he says. For, this is the why behind. This is why we do what we do. You have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. That's a whole sentence. If you want to know why you do what you do as a Christian, why you do what you do as a woman of God. Or a man of God, which is what I like to refer to it as, because so often the world waters down things. And one of the things I personally feel is watered down is the title factor of what it is, what it truly means to be like Christ, which is your word, Christian. You know, Um, I don't think, you know, I think we can just do a slight pivot and maybe get back. To the foundation the basic of what it means to be like christ well i can assure you it means that we would be seeking the things of above where christ is right and we would set our mind on the things above not on the things that are on earth you know jesus said that he didn't ever do anything or say anything in multi- a couple different verses there that he didn't first see the father do or say, right? That it all came from the source, everything, his actions, the way he he interacted with people, the things that, that transpired. I had a, um, someone had challenged me with this and can't recall what the conversation was that developed with it. But the woman at the well, think about it. Like he, Jesus on his walk on earth, in his ministries invested tons of time with the Father, tons of time in prayer. He's always going, you could see it through scripture in the New Testament. He's always going away to pray and getting away from the crowds and praying and making sure that he had that time. Like it was an intentional seeking after the Father and what he had for him in every day. And so, you know, uh, the challenge was to consider the away time with Father God, right? And picture it the day before he was to go see the woman at the well. God sits there and asks him to take faith steps, right? And he sits there and and just think about that conversation, just be in that moment for a moment. And he takes these faith steps and God tells him to go there. I had a brother in Christ just recently have a broadcast he was talking about Um, the there factor, and that God has a there in store, but are you willing to go there in order to get your provision that he has for you? Well, Jesus went there, and not only did he go there, but he listened to this conversation, and so the picture that was painted was that him and Father God already had that conversation. He's like, I need you to go to this well." and you need to say this to her, ask her these things to get you a drink, right? And then say, when she says this part in response, I want you to say this. And then when she says this, say this. And if you will obey, if you will do my will, then she will in turn Run down to that town, and that whole entire town will be saved, if only you do this, 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 and this, as I have instructed you, my son. And so he goes to bed, and then he gets up the next morning, and he walks that out every step of the way, just as Father God said. And then she runs down to the town, and as a result, every single person in that town gets saved. Glory to God, all through obedience, all through making sure to submit, not your personal preference in how your day goes, but submit and consider the things above. Set your mind and your focus on the things above. And so it's um, definitely a beautiful illustration of God's glory shining through a moment if we would just invest that time in that relationship with him and understand that we are in him and he is in us just like this says for you have died and your life is hidden with christ in god that means you're protected you're covered you're provided for everything's taken care of in christ who is also in god and it says when christ who is our life is revealed then you also will be revealed with him in glory So when it's that, who is our life? Is he your life? Let's challenge the atmosphere with that thought process. Have we made Christ our life in fullness, not impartiality in fullness? Is he our life in fullness, right? And that, is its own challenge. That's a self ref- inward reflection challenge, and he's saying that it's a win. It's it's uh, like an if and win. If you do this, when Christ, right? Who is our life is revealed. So you made the decision, get died to self. You're trying to walk this out as best as you can. So when you do that, though. And and when Christ is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. And so there's this promise that echoes across the pages here in his letter to this church. It's a do away with this legalism. Do away with this nonsense, false doctrine and these philosophies and these strange teachings. Do away with that. Submit. Get before the Lord, get in full alignment, stay in Christ as you are, you know, as you made that commitment, stay in it, remain in it, abide in it, be in it in fullness, right? And so he can, you know, he talks about, he shifts it and says, therefore, which is one of those flag words I tell you guys to pay attention to when you're reading the scriptures, therefore, that's that part. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to all of these things. And he, and he lists all of these different things. The the what not to do is like the things to to unroot, the things to get out of your life, the things to do away with, the things to turn away from, the things to repent of, the things to not be prideful and arrogant about, but to just say, Lord, I'm sorry, I don't want that anymore. You know, teach me your way. Show me the way to go that doesn't have anything to do with that, Lord. You said that the members of my earthly body, I need to consider as dead to these things. And so he lists immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed. And, of course, sums it up and says it amounts to idolatry. Well, what what does that look like to Idolize the things of this world, the things on this earth over your time with the Lord, your relationship with God, the walking it out in truth and in love and in faith, and what by the Spirit, right? Like what does it look like to trade out? I mean, we've got to really consider these things. this is this is what I would be frank and candid to say is this is not a game. This is not a game and it's not a a daily pass ticket that we get to go on some kind of a ride of freedom and then we just go about our business the rest of the time. You know, it's not a, this is a, a, a way of life, a, a choice, a decision, a commitment, a consecration. You know, you are establishing what, what it is. Are you one or the other? You know, there's, So because he even comes in and he says, for it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience and in them you also once walked when you were living in them. But now you also put them all aside. Yeah, you might have been running around with that, that group of people that you were doing this, that and the other for God only knows what you were doing with them. But that's not you anymore. That's not the you in Christ that he is calling you upward to to operate in, to live in, to think upon, you know, to consider, you know, what is it to come and let us reason together about these things? You know, like what does it look like to lay it all bare and sit here and, and really evaluate it and have that heart to evaluate it before the Father, like saying, Lord, you know. You know me, you've seen me, you've seen me in operation on a daily basis before I came to you through Jesus Christ. Now, help me to sort all of this out. And he will, he says he he will never leave you, he will never forsake you, and he loves you. And there's absolutely nothing that can separate you from the love of God that is in his son, Christ Jesus. And so then what does it look like with that, that never-ending love, that long-suffering, perfect patience that he has toward us, what does it look like to surrender all of yourself to a God that loves you like that and not have to fear rejection, not have to fear abandonment, not have to fear what the other party is going to respond with or how they're going to act because he's already... Told you every se- every step of the way. He's already told you exactly the type of God He is, the type of Father He is, the type of Son, the type of Spirit, the Teacher, the Counselor, the Comforter. You know He's already listed and explained in depth how He's going to respond. There's absolutely no fear in perfect love. That perfect love of His casts out all fear. And so that which remains is simply love. So what does it look like to be accepted, to be approved already, not by anything that you've done, not by anything that you've earned or deserved, but by what Jesus Christ has already done on your behalf? He stood the gap. He already did the sacrifice. He already did the whole Steps that we talked about earlier at the beginning of this broadcast to have everything accomplished. It's already done enough so that he sat down. He sat down, right? And he's just he's awaiting the day in which all of the things, the enemies have been made a pistol for him. That's how at ease he is in this moment. That's how much victory he has. It's the fullness of victory. You know, there is no more struggle. So what does it look like, though, for that kind of vulnerability, that kind of transparency to be in your relationship with God and uh, bearing it all saying? I mean, it's it's one thing to think, okay, God sees me and he's seen everything. He knows everything. And then, and, and ask that question, like, why do I have to have this conversation? You know, why do I even, why does this even need to be? He already knows everything. He already sees everything. Yeah, but no, it's about the relationship, about the relationship with God. It's about the admitting to something in order to make that change toward him, in order to take that step toward him and away from those things. And not only that, but it's, we we are still on this earth and the way that we operate is is through that acknowledgement you know we have to hear ourselves say it sometimes before a change will even begin to take effect and so what does it look like to say lord i was a liar forgive me all those times i made up all those stories all those times that that I, you know, was gossiping and, and telling these long stretched out stories um, about other people, about myself, or whatever, Father. All of those times, forgive me. Thank you for your forgiveness in Jesus Christ. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, because I was a liar. That was a sin against you, Father. You are truth there is no variation or shifting shadow in you there is no lying in you father you know what does it look like to have that conversation about all of this stuff so that we can truly be stepping toward him so we just dumped our our nonsense of the the liar factor at the foot of the cross and we moved forward and in the forgiveness of Jesus Christ, away beyond the cross, raised up, we put that to death, verbally acknowledged it, repented of it, and then we got raised up just a little bit more, right? And then in Jesus, though, as we submit all of these things of the flesh, in Jesus we do we we repent of this, and it's done. It's done. It's no more. It's gone, right? And we move forward and move closer, move upward toward Jesus in what we are doing in our lives. Okay, so what do you replace lies with? What do you replace that with? Truth, right? So then we learn through studying the word, through prayer and through that relationship with God, asking him through the Holy Spirit that dwells within us and abides with us always, God, what does it look like? Teach me what it looks like to not lie, but tell the truth always. Help me, show me, lead me, guide me, direct me, chasten me, refine me, purify me. You know, um, if there be any lyingness, lying lips going on over my lips or whatever, if there be any, any type of slander or falsities or cursing or sarcasm or anything like that, father, that doesn't align with your love, that doesn't say something truthful and honest and real, that isn't manipulation, that isn't twisted words, that isn't 95% truth, but one you know 5% withheld omission. You know what does it look like, Father? Teach me, because all I've known is lies. All I've been is a liar, and I don't want that anymore, but I'm going to need your help. And so in his, in that, in that moment, like you, you speak that out in his love. He has that time investment with you, and you are a willing, able, through him, strengthened, through him, candidate. For growing closer to him, and he will draw you near as you draw near to him in these things. And so, the more and more that you are able to step into that, admit that you can put down the old self, as it does, it's just one example of putting down the old self and putting the new self on. And that newness is going to be like Christ, it's going to literally be. A demonstration of what it looks like to be holy because he is holy. It's not in our strength. It's not in this step one through ten. This is how we do this thing. It's in the strength and perseverance and endurance that we find in Jesus Christ. Sherry Jones, thank you for jumping on here, sis, and and uh, joining the broadcast. And actually, I am going to take a brief break, real quick, and uh, hope you guys enjoy this awesome, awesome advertisement for my sister Sherry Jones's podcast show. Your words
0: have power. I'm Sherry Jones, I'm life coach, and I welcome you to join me. For the Sherry Speaks Life podcast, where I share life lessons that demonstrate the power of our words, and I leverage that power in every area of our lives. You can join the conversation on your favorite podcast platform, or you can join me live at Sherry Speaks Life on Facebook and YouTube. Are you ready to speak life? Let's get started. All
1: right, you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for giving me that brief moment there. And we're going to go on, of course, and go through the rest of this scripture um, on the second half of this. Character of the new man is where it starts at in my NASB study Bible. And we're in verse 12 and we're going to read to 17 real quick. It says, so as those who have been chosen of God. Holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another. I think I'm I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another, with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So let's just go ahead and say it right here. Are you ready? It says, So therefore, behold, let's pay attention again, right? Or for, as a result, we've delved into the what not to do's. And actually, the what not to do's aren't really just to stop them, but it's an intentional choice to make a different decision about these matters. You know, you once were doing this, now let's not do it. Let's make an active decision, an active choice to change that behavior, to change that, that thing, whatever that thing may be that has been going on in your old life, right? And we don't carry that baggage. We unpack it before the throne room. And then we (laughs) end up with a brand new suitcase that is completely empty as we come to the end of ourselves, emptying ourselves of ourselves so that we can be that yielded, willing, empty vessel for God to fill up with his fullness. And so that, that bag, the carrying device, right, ends up being emptied out and then cleaned up Cleansed, renewed, right? And it's able to be a reception device. You are able to receive the goodness of God in those areas in place of what you once were operating in. And so, what we find here is the filling up part. This is the filling up factor. This is the things which you will trade out those things that were listed of what not to do and what not to choose. Right, and instead choose these things. And it says, "You have been chosen of God, holy and beloved." Write that somewhere. I just write it on a post-it note, put it on your mirror, write it on a book somewhere, put it on the very front cover of the notebook that you're using right now, or to take shopping notes. I don't know. Just put it somewhere where you're gonna see it. Put it on your phone screen. Put it on your computer screensaver put it somewhere you have been chosen of god you're holy and beloved right that's exactly what it looks like to identify with jesus jesus was chosen of god holy and beloved and and so are you As a child of God, as you choose to operate as a child of God, as you are about the Father's business, as you submit before the throne of God, as you are seeking his kingdom and his righteousness first. Right? So then put on a heart of compassion, kindness, each one of these Are its own study, so I encourage you to really delve into what it looks like to have a heart of compassion, to have a heart of kindness, and any of these is going to be not contingent on conditions. What does it look like to have a heart of compassion, a heart of kindness, in the most dire, difficult circumstances that you've ever been attacked with? What does it look like for that? It says that we, that he shakes the whole earth once more. He's going to shake the whole earth so that the only thing that is left standing is that which is not able to be shaken. What in your life is that firm? And if it's not that firm, what are you doing to get it that firm? So that no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the enemy attacks you with, no matter what comes your way in this life, in this broken world, that you still maintain a heart of compassion, a heart of kindness, a heart of humility, a heart of gentleness, a heart of patience, a heart that bears with one another, and a heart that forgives each other. And when there's a complaint against anyone, that part, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you forgive those who, even even if they're complaining about you, even if they're griping about you, or whatever the case may be, you still forgive. That is difficult. That is not easy. It does not require you figuring it out yourself though I'm literally we're going back to this it's an in christ through him we can fast forward down to the the bottom of it. it says giving thanks through him to god the father it's all do all in the name of the lord jesus it's not that it's his lordship it's the surrender part it's the not in his not in my strength and his strength I can do all things it's you know these things are difficult and they are going to be difficult And your life will always be a struggle I'm not trying to like profess this on you or curse this over you or whatever it will always be difficult if you try to do it continuously on your own if you're trying to take this word. And make it some kind of a homework assignment for it to be some kind of words on a page and not actually allowing it to be made alive in you through Christ and a part of you and to be truly grafted into the true vine. If it's just a practice thing, if it's just a repetition of acts thing and you're not partnering that with faith in the Lord Jesus, then it's always going to be a struggle forgive people it's always gonna be a struggle to have patience it's always gonna have a it's always gonna be a struggle to even know what it looks like to be gentle because it all begins and ends with the love of God in Christ Jesus and if that's missing there's no point in in even trying to do this because you're just gonna frustrate yourself if you're not in it for the long haul and you <laughs> you're just in it for the show well, let's figure out how to reset that thought process. Let's figure out how, how we got off into the ditch, into the weeds, into off into the wilderness there. We don't want to sit here for 40 years going around in the same circle and staying there and never making it into the promised land that God has for you through his promises in Jesus Christ. All right, so all that goes back to that repentance. So just, just say I don't I don't know how I got here. I don't know why I got here. I'm not going to sit here and allow the enemy to condemn me or throw a guilt trip on me or feel bad about it. I just know I don't want it. Lord, show me what it looks like to not do that. Right. I don't want to be a step one through ten works every time, works like a charm, you know, works basis. I want the real deal. I want the fullness. Of God, who fills all in all, if I'll let Him, right? So it goes. We go on here, and it says, um, you know, on the point that I just made, it, it just pulls it in um, beyond all these things. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. It's that love. It's that's where it begins and that's where it ends. Right. And Lori's saying to love, that's our job. That's it. Yeah, that's it, sis. That is it for sure. Yeah. Um. So the uh, next piece of it, though, you you got this love, right? And where does love start? Love starts with God. God is love. God sent his son. Right. And it was an act, the biggest demonstration that the whole world has ever seen in one act, one giant act of love. Right. And so he points back to the source again. He says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. What does it mean to command yourself to come under the obedience of Jesus Christ in every aspect? It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul with all your mind with all your strength and then love others as yourself right so what does it mean to come under the obedience to submit in fullness to come under the obedience so you sit there and say mind of april you come under the obedience of jesus christ i have a mind of christ right body of april you come under the obedience of jesus christ yeah you see that put on the new self. Literally on that one. And you say soul. Your soul, your will, your mind, your emotions, all that. Come under the obedience of Jesus Christ right now. So then what, what gets kicked to the door? Well, we no longer are ruled by feelings. We're not ruled by opinion we're not ruled by current day circumstances we're not ruled by anything that that wants to knock on the door just nothing we're not ruled by anything but God we are ruled let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts what does that look like and are you willing to submit to that Is a challenge question. I'm just going to send that out there. Because if you're not. Then you're just going to keep spinning your wheels. You're going to stay stuck. You're going to be where you're at. In your walk. That's it. Whatever level you rose up to. You're just going to stay there. But wouldn't you rather. That's one of those upselling. Literally upselling in this particular example. But wouldn't you rather be seated in heavenly places with jesus in full authority as a co-heir in christ like wouldn't you rather be looking at your situation instead of this every time something goes wrong you're like pleading with god to fix it but wouldn't you rather be in that relationship with him in advance where you already have all of these things you got that foreknowledge that revealing that spirit of revelation and wisdom to the knowledge of god who sees all knows all Come on now. Wouldn't you rather be walking in stride with him instead of getting blindsided? I have a teacher in Bible college this last spring that said that nothing catches God by surprise. Well, if we're in communion with him, if we are this close, right? We are a friend of God. Don't you think that he's going to divulge some of this stuff to us in our prayer time and in that communion time and that visiting with him time and that fellowship time? He's going to give us that notice. Hey, something's not something's not right here. And he does that through the Holy Spirit. And, you know, some people excuse it away by gut instinct or intuition, whatever you want to call it. It's Holy Spirit in you telling you don't go that way or don't do that. Don't say that. It's OK. You know, like, just follow me. If that means keeping your mouth shut, <laughs> if that means take a day off work. Do it. You know, whatever it is, just give God your yes. And then in, and as you are, be thankful, right? And you are called in one body. Just remember that you're not alone. You are called in one body. We are all together the body of Christ. You have brothers and sisters in Christ that you can reach out to to come alongside you. So don't forget that. Don't neglect that. And be thankful. And, of course, let the word of Christ richly dwell in you. The word. Jesus is the word made flesh. To get to know Jesus Christ, get in the word of God. That's all I got to say about that subject. There shouldn't be any like expansion on that. It says, with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Who is our source? Are we allowing that to be our focus? When drama hits, when things hit, what are you doing? Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. You are magnificent. You are holy. There's none like you. You are Alpha and Omega, beginning and end. You created all of this. There's none like you. Thank you, Father. You give him all glory and honor and you start thanking him. Sing. You can even sing a song if you want. Whatever comes up, you know, just start singing. Hallelujah. I don't know. Say, I worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you. I give you thanks for you are my righteousness, right? That's that's lyrics, by the way. Okay, um, going to read the rest of this. I'm not going to get into particulars. Um, but we're going to read it. 18 through 25. This is talking about the Christian home. And it says, wives, be subject to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Hey, Tanisha. Hey, Dolores. How are you guys doing? Husbands, love your wives and do not be embittered against them. Children, be obedient to your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not exasperate your children so that they will not lose heart. Slaves, in all things, obey those who are your masters on earth, not with external service as those who merely please men but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. We're back into the inheritance again, the co-heir. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. For he who does wrong will receive the consequences of the wrong which he has done, and that without partiality. So I'm just gonna um highlight a few things here because we are almost out of time, it looks like, but um man, there's there's just something about honor. And I don't know how many times that this has been taught. Um, I know that Ephesians five, I believe, is the sister section of the epistle because Colossians and Ephesians are our sister letters. They were you know, similarly aligned in content. And um, this is echoed over in Ephesians 5 as well, when it talks about that scripture that gets twisted around quite a bit about wives submitting to your husbands. But it's honor. Like, what does it look like to honor God in all of our ways, acknowledging God in all of our ways, and that in turn, impacts all of our relationships outward in our environment. What does that look like, Father, to honor you in everything I do? That right there is going to be where all of these other things that are, all these commands that are direct, the directives that are here and established in the Christian home, if God is the center the rest of the things fall into alignment. If he's not, that's when it gets out of order. And the things start, you know, stress, tension, things of the world creep in and that's no longer the focus. God's no longer the focus. All these other things are. And it takes a toll on marriages. It takes a toll on families. It takes a toll on businesses. It takes a toll everywhere in any type of relationship that you can possibly list here and that's again though if I don't know I've not heard it taught I've not heard it preached but if they would in the very first breakout here if it would just focus on the first few verses in chapter three these things at the very end of chapter three would just be if we Understand that we are raised up with Christ if we keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And if we would set our minds on things above, not on the things that are on the earth. It would be easy for wives to subject to our husbands as is fitting in the Lord, right? If that's our focus. Nothing that could possibly come up would distract us from that if we were 100% focused, right? Not 90, not 80. You know, no one's perfect. But come on now. Same thing. Husbands would have no problem loving their wives and they would not be embittered against them because the focus would be God and honoring God in all of our ways, the way that we talk to one another. The way that we look, the way our face talks to people, right? <laughs> we wouldn't judge lest we be judged, right? All of our ways. That's that trust the Lord your God with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. It's the same thing. If God is the center, these other things, the things that it says to do will be done the things that it says not to do will not be done it's not the gospel of jesus is not complicated in him you are able in him these things ring true it's it's the choice to stay in him that's up to us so that we can continue to honor god like are we tarnishing our testimony, with our choices to hold on to that old baggage? I don't know. Those are questions to consider prayerfully as we come and reason with the Father. So thank you so much, you guys, for your time this evening. And just remember, like I said, nothing can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And he's literally just one moment away. All you got to do is turn, repent, seek his face pray he will heal your land your land the temple of god you that's you all right you guys have a good evening
0: thank you so much for listening to this visit of the declaring war segment by the rsvp show we hope these moments of reflection and stillness for victory in your pursuit of god were a blessing to you we encourage you to continue to worship apply and read the word of god every single day while today is still today Stay connected with April at April D. Metzler through social media. New music singles and her debut music album are available to add to your favorite playlists on streaming platforms. And you can get a copy of her book wherever books are sold. Learn more about the great things she is doing to bless God and his people on her website at AprilDMetzler.com. Thank you for joining this visit with us. Always remember, God loves you. Views made on the preceding program are not those of WVTC Radio, iNetworks Communications, or their financial supporters.
1: Winning Victory Through Christ,
0: WVTC, Ulsa, Chicago, and iNetworks Communications Station.